0: Welcome back. Today's case took place 22 years ago on August 8, 1999. This is the homicide of Amy Quinton. Amy was born on April 16, 1977 in Seattle, Washington to Gary and Judy Quinton. Amy was the youngest with five older brothers and one older sister. Amy was a 22-year-old college student living with her roommate Lynn, the apartment was on ground level. There was a third friend over that night, Aaron Warren. Shortly after midnight, Amy heard a sound that she thought was someone breaking in, and it was. Amy was the one to call 911. She provided the address of the condo and let them know what was going on when the intruder found her and forced her to get off the phone. The 911 operator, Called back several times. The man that broke in answered the phone and stated they were fine and hung up with the operator. The operator then continued to call back when Lynn answered the phone panicked stating her friends had been stabbed. Amy had been stabbed in the chest and Aaron in the stomach. Lynn was hit in the head and knocked down as the intruder left the house. Amy was taken to LDS Hospital, where she passed away later that day due to her injuries. Aaron was taken to the University of Utah in critical condition. Aaron survived. Aaron and Lynn were able to give details of the attack to police. They did describe their attacker as being an African-American male with short hair, possibly had a mustache, mid to late 20s, about five foot eight. He was muscular build, wearing a blue shirt and black pants. It is believed that the motive was robbery. Amy's parents had moved into Salt Lake City from Washington just a few months prior to the attack. The attacker did take cash and Amy's credit cards, which he used while on the run. The card was used in Park City, Utah and Steamboat Springs, Colorado. There was no surveillance footage while the cards were being used, and there was no use of the cards after Steamboat. There were many interviews done with everyone in the neighborhood, and no one seeing anything. Now, in March of 2000, there was a segment on America's Most Wanted about Amy, And in 1996, just a few years prior, there was an attack on another woman at the University of Utah. There was a DNA profile pulled for the attacker, and this was the first time in Utah history that the warrant was given on just the DNA profile. Two years later, the DNA was connected to another crime in another state leading police to Illinois for a 35-year-old Donald Young where he had been dubbed the garbage bag murderer because three sex workers were murdered and placed in trash bags. The key witness in that case was murdered, was not related to Young, although it caused the case to be dropped against Young. In 2008, Young was charged with the murder of Amy Quinton, although no one knew the connection in the case allowing them to charge Young. During the process, Aaron was shown over 100 photos to pick out for her attacker and was never able to identify him up until they went to court when she stated Young was the murderer and the person that attacked her. Now, Aaron, Young was given the chance to take a plea offer in Amy's murder, which he turned down. Young's attorney stated that he had made aware that the DNA did not match from the scene of the crime to his client. This caused the judge to drop all charges with prejudice, allowing charges to be brought against him in the future if new evidence was presented. This made it so that the police were back to square one, having to find new leads and suspects in this case. Now, 22 years later, There are still no answers in this case. Lynn, Aaron, and Amy's family and friends deserve closure in this case. If you have any information, please contact Salt Lake City Police Department or your local police department and help bring justice to this case and these families. Thank you, guys. I hope you have a great day and stay safe.